Vision has just the right mix of music, inspiration and fun to kickstart your day. Rise and shine with Fel and DJ. Weekdays at breakfast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. We've all met people who are like wolves in sheep's clothing. They appear to be godly. They say all the right things. They even seem to do the right things. But one day you realise that really they're far more interested in building their own empire than God's kingdom. So, which one are you? An empire builder or a kingdom builder? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again today as we take a look at our involvement in making God's kingdom come from a different perspective. Over these past few weeks on the program, we've been talking about how to transition from being someone who's all about building your own empire to someone who is first and foremost about building God's kingdom on this earth. Empire building comes very naturally to you and me because sin is ingrained in our very DNA. It's something that King David knew all too well when he came to God to confess his sin of adultery and murder, Psalm 51, verses 3 to 5. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. Indeed, I was born guilty as a sinner when my mother conceived me. And that question that I asked for you just a moment ago, are you an empire builder or a kingdom builder, is not just a question that I'm hurling into your face, it's a question I ask myself constantly over and over again. Because I know that there is such an incredibly fine line between being an empire builder and a kingdom builder. I see it in the Ministry of Christianity Works all the time. Here's how it plays itself out. As well as here on your local station, these programs that we produce are heard all over the world on well over a thousand radio stations. So as you can imagine, our team interacts with lots and lots and lots of other ministries. What do we want to achieve? Well, we want as many radio stations as possible to broadcast these messages because the more stations that air them, the more people are going to hear about Jesus and the more lives are going to be touched and transformed by the good news of Jesus Christ. It's that simple. Some organisations we interact with in the name of our Lord Jesus are open and collaborative. They deal with us in love, and and after all, whether they choose to air these programs or not, it's acting in love that matters, right? Others, well, let's just say others aren't so much like that. I remember one station that I dealt with in particular a few years ago, no names, no pack drill. For them it was like, it was like this... This was a business that they were in, a business, tough, brutal, dismissive, and yet others are more concerned that the gospel is preached rather than the business side of things. But it's not just other people. I'm not just pointing the finger here. See, this is the important bit. I have to constantly be asking myself, what are my motivations? What what are the intentions of my heart? Is our team out there doing what we're doing in order to grow the kingdom of God in the hearts of men and women and children around the globe? Or are we just in the business of growing our own empire so that we can boast and say, look, look at how successful this ministry is. Look, look at how successful we are. Because I don't care who you are or what you do, pride will always try to raise its ugly head. And so I've put checks and balances in place in the ministry to ensure that we deal with that all-too-natural sin of pride. 
Why, why am I talking so openly and bluntly about my own experience? Because this, my friend, is right where the rubber hits the road. We can be like those people I talked about earlier, the wolves in sheep's clothing. People who talk the talk and pretend to walk the walk. But in the end, they're only interested in their success, not the growth of God's kingdom. It's all about what's going on in our hearts. Indeed, the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing until it divides soul from spirit, joints from marrow. It's able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. And before God, no creature is hidden, but all are naked and laid bare to the eyes of the one to whom they must render an account. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. As you live out your day-to-day life, how much are you driven and motivated by what's in it for you, as opposed to what God wants you to do? And how often do you get the two mixed up? I know just how easy it is to rationalise your own comfort as being God's will. We trot out passages like Psalm 37, verse 4, Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And we decide, sure, God wants me to have more of this, or a bigger one of those, or a flashier one of these, or... We all do it, don't we? We want the benefits without the sacrifice, when all along, the first part of that verse says... Take delight in the Lord. What does that mean? It means to delight in his word, to delight in him, in his will, to delight in his commands, to delight in following him wherever he calls, to delight in sacrificing our lives for him. That comes first. All the other stuff gets added later. That's why Jesus said, let me come back to it again, because we've visited this passage a few times in this series, if anyone wants to come after me, Let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses it for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and yet forfeits his soul? What shall a man give in return for his soul? Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 to 26. My friend, that's the language of sacrifice. It's the language of losing. It's the language not of success, but of giving everything up, everything, even your life, if needs be, to follow Jesus and to do his will. Do you enjoy losing? Do you enjoy being misunderstood? Do you enjoy people talking about you behind your back and reviling you for Christ's sake? Me neither. None of us do. But let me suggest to you that unless you and I are experiencing those losses and those sacrifices on a regular basis, then that's probably a pretty good indicator that we're more into empire building than kingdom building. If you want to be a kingdom builder, really, then you have to ask yourself these tough questions over and over again. But it's not all downside, because Jesus knows what it's like to be persecuted and reviled. Jesus knows what it means to hang there on that cross, looking like the biggest failure in all of history, in order to do his Father's will. And he has something to say about that to you and to me when we find ourselves dangling in the wind because we've decided to forsake this idea of our own empire for the sake of his kingdom. Matthew chapter 5, verses 10 to 12. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs 
is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You pick it? Blessed are you when you're dangling in the wind for my sake. Blessed are you when they talk behind your back and point their finger at you and laugh at you just as they did with me. Blessed are you, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven belongs to people precisely like you. It's completely the opposite to our worldly view of success, isn't it? It totally defies the man-made wisdom of comfort and wealth and reward. My friend, we're talking about this precisely because this is what it means to follow Jesus. This is what it means to be a kingdom builder. And that's exactly what Jesus wants you to be. A disciple of his, one who is reviled just as he was, one who has an eternal impact in the lives of those around you just as he did. Are you ready? Are you ready to be a kingdom builder? Have you noticed just how many people seem to be spending so much of their time and energy talking about, asserting their own rights? How prideful and selfish it's all become? What this world truly needs is a good dose of simple, old-fashioned humility. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet, The Incredible Power of Your Humility in a Prideful World. Make no mistake, the Word of God is alive and active, so I'm praying that through this booklet, He'll help you pour the healing love of Jesus out into a world that seems intent on tearing itself apart. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your free booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.